It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Hello, hello. Welcome in to the Friday edition of Priority Talk Radio right here with Greg Davis. And yes, I am Greg Davis. Glad to be back. I know the last couple of days you've heard Priority Talk with Greg Davis, but he's not here. But I'm back. Thanks to Nate for uh, covering for me Wednesday and Thursday. But I'm glad to be back uh, in studio and uh, getting after it today. We've got uh, quite a show for you. And uh, we're glad to uh, to be rocking and rolling for you here on a Friday evening. Uh, headed in, well, kind of coming out of spring break for some, but for a lot of people, headed into spring break, uh, I believe. A little bit of both, but uh, certainly, uh, I, I know I'm headed into spring break. So here's the deal: I'm here today, and then I'm out next week. <laughs> so, uh, but I am coming by for a little cup of coffee here to say hello and uh, give you a little update uh, from the week. And, uh, and, and maybe a little bit of a look ahead of some of the things that uh, we've got coming up in the future, uh, especially from the legislative standpoint. And uh, that's kind of what we're doing here during the 5 o'clock hour, of course. And uh, we're uh, anyway, I'm glad to be back. It, it really is hard for me to be away, but I just had events um, that I had to be at uh, both Wednesday night and Thursday night and uh, just uh, – you know, it just was what it was. And so at least now uh, we do have Nate and uh, and he's able to continue and to do a daily show that, uh, you know, used to when I was out, I'd have to find a, find somebody to host, okay, a volunteer basically. And then if I couldn't find that, then I uh, would, um, uh, you know, just we'd replay, you know, take interviews or things from the past and just replay them, sort of like a best of almost. And so at least now we're able to have you a, a show, you know, each day with that day's news or anything that may happen. We're able to talk about that. And that's a true blessing. So I uh, hope you've got a great weekend and possibly a spring break ahead of you. And uh, just uh, be, be well and blessed and uh, stay with us as long as you can here on this uh, Friday evening as we uh, press forward with the show wednesday night um i was in montgomery you know i, I was i'm there tuesday wednesday thursdays with the legislative session this time of year and uh, having a wonderful time and uh you know there's real happy with some things and sort of frustrated with some things you know that that's the art of politics it does seem and uh, and morality but um, wednesday night i had the honor of for the second year to uh, to do the opening prayer at a, an event down there that's just put on by a lot of folks from the Gulf Coast. And um, I, to begin to name them, I would leave some out. Um, but um, uh, United Seafood, I think, is sort of the overall sponsor. Uh, but they uh, they put on this event uh, in Montgomery each year to promote uh, the seafood industry and the Gulf Coast. And just a wonderful event. It is a big, big event. A lot of people come to this it's very popular. They uh, they serve some really good seafood. Let me tell you something. I mean, Wednesday night we were eating seafood that they literally brought in Wednesday morning, is what I was told, and uh, they cooked it right there. And uh, man, it was fantastic. I, I mean, 
uh, you know, uh, shrimp and, uh, you know, well, man, all of it, fish, I mean, fried, grilled, uh, wonderful, wonderful event. And uh, I was honored to uh, open that event with a word uh, of, of scripture and a word of prayer before it began. And it is a widely attended event down there of all uh, ilks of people politically and uh, and uh, religious and everything. And so it's an honor to, uh, to stand and, and share scripture and pray in Jesus' name and thank God for our beautiful Gulf Coast and uh, for all the, all the bounty that comes from it, including that wonderful seafood. So that was, uh, that was wonderful. Um, Thursday morning down there, uh, with your support and your help, uh, hopefully, uh, your churches, we are once again able to provide a, a prayer breakfast, a legislative prayer breakfast. We had um, Supreme Court justices there. We had senators there. We had state representatives there. We had um, uh, some, some lobbyists um, in Montgomery there. I'm trying to think if we had any, uh, I think that, that kind of covers it. We had a, a good group of folks there once again, and just a wonderful, wonderful, uh, you know, really good spirit as we had an early morning breakfast and then uh, we, we pray together. And it's just wonderful to hear so many of our, uh, our elected officials, especially our state senators and representatives, to sit around the table and pray together. Uh, and I had uh, my good friend, Dr. Kevin McCreelis, was with us. He is up in Rainsville, Alabama. So some of you folks up in the northeast corner of Alabama, you may know Kevin from Rainsville, Broadway Baptist there in Rainsville. He came down and was with us and uh, just gave a wonderful message on Thursday morning uh, to all those gathered uh, there in Montgomery for the ALCAP prayer breakfast. And uh, thanks uh, the last two weeks to uh, Alpha and State Farm for helping us to sponsor that breakfast. Wonderful uh, folks to get involved with us on such a uh, venture. Uh, then uh, Thursday evening, I wasn't able to be here because I was um, here in Birmingham and uh, and we were with Alliance Defending Freedom and an event they were having and Attorney General Steve Marshall was there and uh, it was a reception and a fairly, fairly small, you know, relatively small event. It was kind of a tight group and Steve Marshall was there and gave us an update on some really important, uh, you know, uh, enforcement issues and uh, and uh, some some of the issues he's involved in of just trying to be that last line of defense between um, between us and, and the federal government, quite honestly. And so uh, I, those are my words, not his. I, I, I'm not trying to quote him, but that's the general feel of really, I think, where uh, he's at as attorney general is there's so many uh, issues coming from the federal government that he's joining in with other attorney generals across the country and filing lawsuits and trying to get these some of these uh, mandates from the federal government that are really unconstitutional, as he feels so, and I do too, uh, tied up in the courts, and hopefully we're able to win those in the courts. They, they have won some of these battles, and um, I tell you, these things matter. You know, you don't keep up with them, but, but you feel the results of them. Um, you know, you reap what you sow, and, uh, you know, you reap later than you sow. And so we're sowing um, some really unrighteous ungodliness, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna reap it. We are reaping it, and we're gonna reap more of it even later on down the line. So the things that are being done now, you don't feel them yet, but they're coming. You will feel them. They they do eventually take effect. You know, I've heard a lot of you know you know parents and grandparents. You know, and they'll talk about how they prayed in school when they were young kids, and it was just accepted part of the day. Teacher would open the class in prayer and public schools. And then, you know, then they passed, you know, the Supreme Court made a ruling that you couldn't do that anymore. But, you know, everybody just kept doing it. And then they did. But over time, 
it, it made its all, way all the way down to all of our schools. And now, of course, you know, if you've got a school that still even prays before a football game over the loudspeaker, you consider yourself very blessed. They just hadn't found you yet. So we we uh, we reap these 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 uh, actions and these laws that we sow, uh, and we reap them later. And you always reap more than you sow as well, and uh, and that uh, unfortunately is the case. But anyway, glad to be back with you here on this Friday. It was quite an eventful week, and uh, you know, legislatively, um, not a whole lot I can give you. There was some there's some good bills being filed. And we're excited about those, uh, many of them. Um, one in particular that I'll just give you an update on um, is a, a, a bill by uh, Representative Jamie Kill. Now, Jamie was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he uh, he gave us uh, you know the idea of this bill that uh, that he is uh, moving forward with, and uh, I just uh, I, I I was aware of it and just thought it was absolutely. Um, a, a really, really great um, great idea and a great move for us to make here in the state of Alabama. And uh, so he has now uh, filed that bill, and I'm trying to look up the, uh, the number on it. It would be House Bill, and I'm trying to, I didn't have the number right in front of me, but I'm looking for it. Here it is. I think I've got it here. And uh, so basically this is the, um, the bill dealing with pregnancy resource centers. And it's House Bill 208. For those of you who like to know such things, that can be important. And he told us about it a couple of weeks ago. He's now filed it in the House. It hasn't been filed in the Senate yet, but it will be. But Jamie Kill, of course, uh, up out of Russellville, Alabama, up in northwest Alabama, uh, really a great man. And, uh, you know, he, he's been very active in the pro-life uh, movement over the last, uh, you know, five, six years as a legislator. And so um, this bill will provide a tax credit uh, on Alabama income and individuals or business contributions to pregnancy centers. So these are the centers in all of our counties and many of our cities and our communities that sort of all the, are the alternative to the abortion clinics, the alternative to Planned Parenthood that um, often provide ultrasounds, pregnancy tests, um, STD testing, counseling services, diapers, you know those groups, and they do a wonderful job. We've talked about many of them on the show here over the years. We've highlighted their work, their fundraisers, um, but unfortunately, they uh, these centers, the large majority of them are so underfunded, so understaffed, but their demand has went high because of, uh, thank God, the overturning of Roe v. Wade and now the Alabama Human Life Protection Act in Alabama. So uh, ladies are looking for somewhere to go. It's not like they can just run right out and go get an abortion at an abortion clinic. Uh, now, many, you know, we are seeing ladies ordering these uh, abortion pills mostly from out of the country, and that's a whole other issue. Uh, but, um, but they're looking for somewhere to go. They're looking for a test. They're looking for confirmation. They're looking for somebody to talk to. And they are finding the, the pregnancy centers and they're overrun and understaffed, underfunded, and so we want to provide them some help. And so what this does is it creates that tax credit, not not a deduction. You can already get a deduction if you donate to these 501c3 organizations, but this would provide a tax credit on your Alabama income uh, tax. And uh, this would be uh, for those pregnancy centers who uh, do those kind of services that 
you know that actually you know fit the uh, the description you know they have to be a, a tax deductible charitable organization IRS tax exempt all those kind of things and then if you make a donation to that uh, organization to one of them it will show up as a tax credit on uh, your future tax bill and so that's wonderful uh, it's limited up to 10 million dollars uh, statewide so this could be a 10 million dollar influx of funds into these pregnancy centers and I can tell you they are really excited to think about they could get uh, this money could be coming their way and uh, and I'm I'm hoping and hoping and hoping I, I, I do believe and pray that uh, this will pass and uh, Governor Ivey will sign this you know our state has plenty of money right now they they've just got record numbers of surpluses in the general budget the education budget uh, we just had an extra billion dollars of federal ARPA money that we distributed um, there you know we are in good shape financially as the state and uh, while we're probably not going to uh, cut these pregnancy centers into the budget of the state we can provide credits uh, for those who are uh, generous enough to uh, to give donations to them and there's uh, like 54 of these facilities in Alabama and uh, you know they're totally charitable they don't get any federal money they don't get any state money and we want to see these uh, these uh, organizations have big help so that was filed and I will tell you um, because I, I sort of worked on it a little bit with Jamie Kill representative Kill um, I think it wound up being 40 co-sponsors on that bill which is a really big number and so um, I mean there's almost enough co-sponsors to, to pass the bill uh, when it uh, you know when it comes to uh, to the floor but uh, we've got to get it through committee, and then we've got to get it to the floor, and then the Senate will have to do the same, and then uh, we will uh, trust that Governor Ivey would sign this pro-life legislation, and we do consider it to be pro-life. You know, there's more to being pro-life than just being against abortion. We have to do something on the other side of the equation, and that's what this does. Uh, I will tell you this week also um, there was a, uh, a big step toward uh, sort of overhauling the adoption uh, laws in the state of Alabama to make to make it easier uh, for people to adopt, and that that is pro-life as well. And so uh, that that did come through committee in the House. Uh, I was in the room as that happened, and uh, and heard it went went through really pretty easily. Uh, Republicans and Democrats. I think this is something they've been working on for several years. And uh, Representative Jeannie Shaver uh, did a great job of presenting that. And uh, she's uh, she's kind of uh, in the house, the one seeing guiding this through. And so I think those are two pro-life issues that you can keep on your mind uh, about um, uh, in this legislative session. So uh, next week is spring break, and so there won't be any movement there. And I'll be away as well next week uh, as the legislators will be away, and then we'll pick back up from there the following week. So anyway, giving you a little update from Montgomery, I think those are two issues that a lot of you – a lot of our listeners would really care about, and um, so there's one for the uh, for the pregnancy centers and also for adoption, and and there's some others as well, but not quite as much of an update to give you. And um, uh, but those are two that I think you want to encourage your uh, state representative, your state senator, or the governor's office to be in support of pro-life legislation. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back and look. Bottom of the hour here, we're going to visit with uh, Brian Hobbs. He's the uh, editor of the Baptist Messenger in Oklahoma, director of communications for the Oklahoma Baptist Convention. 
Yeah, I told you, uh, I mentioned it, uh, they voted on uh, recre- legalizing recreational marijuana in Oklahoma about two weeks ago. You'll remember they, uh, they passed uh, medical marijuana back several years ago, and it doesn't take too long until, you know, marijuana, they're not happy just to be medical, then they want to be recreational. So they had a vote on this a couple of weeks ago. The Christians, uh, you can read in the secular media, they, uh, they credit the Christian organizations and the churches for defeating that in Oklahoma. And Brian is, of course, uh, with the Oklahoma Baptist Convention, and uh, that's a big uh, group of churches in Oklahoma, just as the Alabama Baptist Convention is in our state. And so we're going to visit with him about that marijuana issue in Oklahoma. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. Cleet Hux is with us. We talk worldview, world religions, and Christian counterfeits. He'll be up with us next hour as well. All right, we'll come back. I'll give you a couple other stories, uh, national things to think about. It is Priority Talk Radio right here on WXJC. Greg Davis with you on this Friday evening. Hang tight for us, and we'll come right back. Priority Talk. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. This is Glenn Coffey, former running back of the Alabama Crimson Tide, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. We are back in. Greg Davis here on this Friday evening. Glad to be with you. Always go back and listen. PriorityTalkRadio.com. Any uh, part of the show you uh, may miss, whether you get get here late or you have to leave early, that's fine. It's right there for you. Anything anything worth hearing, we have it there at PriorityTalkRadio.com. I would encourage you to text me. You can uh, get directly uh, text directly here into the studio. Our number uh, to do so, if you want to give us a text message, you'll send the letters PTR. That stands for Priority Talk Radio, but just for short, PTR. And you'll text uh, that message, those three letters, to the number 202-249-5592. 202-249-5592. And, of course, uh, that's on our website, right on the home page. So if you get stopped later, slowed down somewhere, and you want to pull that up, PriorityTalkRadio.com. It's there. In fact, everything we talk about is there. So it's the one stop for everything Priority Talk Radio. And uh, we invite you to do that. We'd love to have you join the many, many, many who are now part of our text line. Not a group text, okay? You won't see anyone's messages. You'll text uh, us in studio, and we can text you back although we don't always do that, but we do see all of your messages, I promise you, and we do take them into account. 
Some of you are so nice and some of you are not so nice, but that's okay. That's what we set it up for. We can hear your feedback, and we're, uh, we're glad to get it. And a lot of times uh, you're right. Sometimes we, we find ourselves to be wrong, and you're right. Uh, the collective audience is certainly much smarter than I am. Okay, I found of interest that um, Florida is uh, looking to sort of uh, re- or revamp or update uh, the, uh, the law they passed last year. You know, you remember it, uh, DeSantis and the legislators in Florida, it was called, the, they called it the Don't Say Gay Bill. Now, that was a label that was put on it by the, uh, you know, the gay community. Don't say gay. I mean, that was never in the bill. That was it was never in there. Uh, it was simply a uh, a law they passed that said, um, "Hey, we just don't want to be teaching sexuality, gender identity, and such things." Um, and they did it through the third grade. It was K through three. Well, Alabama, after Florida, we passed a. Basically, a, the same bill, I, I won't say it was word for word, but it was very, very similar to what they did. And ours was passed K through 5, K through 5, which at the time I said, well, all you've done is say it's okay to teach it 6 through 12. That's really what you've done. And then uh, even some of the Democrat legislators said, hey, you left out pre-K. So we'll teach it in pre-K, and then we'll uh, pick back up in 6th grade. I mean, you know. That that's uh, pretty pretty bad to think about teaching uh, pre-kindergartners about um, sexuality and gender and identity and things like that. Uh, but now, uh, well, at the time, we should have passed K through 12, and a lot of our legislators wanted to do that. I know they did. I talked to them about it. They wanted to do K through 12. They couldn't get agreement even in the Republican uh, caucus. And they, uh, they compromised on K through uh, 5. Well, now Florida is back, and DeSantis and some of their legislation are wanting to update their law. And guess what? They want to make it K through 12. They want to expand the existing law and uh, from through third grade. And they're not just going to fifth grade or eighth grade. They're going, they want to say, let's go to 12th grade. And look, I don't have any um, doubt they'll probably get this done because they're actually legislating like a uh, like a red state. And so, um, you know, uh, is there something wrong with through twelfth grade um, not discussing sexual orientation, gender identity, uh, and these types of uh, issues unless this material is part of the school curriculum that parents can actually have the option of taking their children out of. They have to opt their children out. I mean, the curriculum's one thing, okay? We can we can fight that battle of the curriculum, but uh, when you've got teachers that are just there to uh, to simply poison the minds of, uh, of children and don't think they're not out there, they are, and they're in Alabama, and hey, believe it or not, uh, they're in your schools as well. They're, they're, they're out there, I promise you. Um. Some more sinister than others, but it's happening. And, uh, you know, shouldn't we just teach gender and sexuality and those type of issues by the curriculum so we know what's being taught as a parent and we can decide if we want our kids exposed to that or not? That's all this says. Hey, don't have discussions and don't, as a teacher, you don't bring these things up outside of the curriculum. 
Now, it, it never said that if a student has asked or brings something up that you have to squelch that conversation. That was not the intention. But for a teacher in their own classroom um, to, to bring these issues up and teach their own twisted viewpoints, uh, and we wonder why our kids are uh, suffering from gender dysphoria in record numbers. So now uh, Florida looking to go uh, K through 12 on this, and I bet they will. I bet they will. And I think most Florida uh, residents are probably in favor of this, just as most Alabama residents would be in favor of it as well. And I don't know, I haven't had any discussions with any of our uh, folks here in Alabama. I will, but I haven't had any discussions yet as to if they're interested in, in trying to expand ours up to K-12 through now. Uh, if Florida does it, it, it may uh, empower some of our folks to do it as well. All right, we've got to take a break, and uh, as we do, uh, I'll let you know. Now, don't forget, Brian Hobbs joins me on the other side of the break. He's uh, out of Oklahoma, and we're going to talk about the marijuana issue in his state as uh, they uh, have had medical marijuana now for, uh, we'll, we'll get him to clarify, for several years. And, of course, after several years of, quote, unquote, medical marijuana, that always leads to uh, a push for recreational marijuana. In, in other words, just here it is, okay? Forget the medical part. That's just all a ruse anyway. So we'll ask him. They just voted down recreational marijuana, but he'll be able to tell us uh, what the effects of uh, medical, so-called medical marijuana have been. I'm looking forward to a discussion with him. He's with the uh, Baptist Messenger in uh, Oklahoma and also the Director of Communications for the Oklahoma Baptist Convention. So let's have that conversation when we come back. Cleet Huck's with us next hour from the Apologetics Resource Center. I know you want to stay tuned for that. Anything you miss, PriorityTalkRadio.com or, or Priority Talk on your favorite podcast platform. All right, here's our break. We'll be right back. <laughs> 